Hi, welcome to the first episode of Salman Needs a Job. I am Salman Mushir and this is a podcast about jobs. I don't know if you heard, uh, but I don't have a job. It's been like 10 months since I've drawn a salary. So, you know, I'm kind of becoming an expert in unemployment. Uh, but the good news is on this podcast, you're going to hear from people that actually do have a job. So this podcast is an interview series where I have focused conversations with people. Uh, you guessed it about their jobs. I think I've said the word jobs way too many times already. Uh, but let me warn you right away that you're going to hear more of it. In addition to this podcast itself, I create a lot of video content about jobs, conferences, events, early entrepreneurial stories and a lot of cool stuff. You should totally check out my Instagram. It's at S-A-L-M-A-N-M-U-S-H-I-R. Also, this podcast itself is on YouTube, all of it in a single video. So if I had a job, I'd be actually watching my videos at the office Monday mornings. Maybe you can do that too. Here's a pro tip. Just keep doodling on your notebook and nod your head while you're watching the video. It will look like you're busy with work and thinking about something. My first guest on Salman Needs a Job is May Thomas, the host of a five-year-old indie music podcast called Made in India. It's actually been a couple of months since I recorded this interview and man, I have to say she has come a long way since. She was recently recognized by GQ as one of 50 most influential young Indians. I thought what better way to kick off a podcast about jobs than an episode about the profession and jobs in podcasting with this high-achieving podcaster. Let's get you straight to the interview. Today's podcast, I will tell you off the bat that I'm quite excited about and I'm quite nervous too. May Thomas is a veteran podcaster from India who has been hosting shows for nearly five years. She now has a boutique podcast company with three shows under her belt, one of which is India's first indie music podcast called, wait for it, Made in India, and that's Made with M-A-E-D. May has a portfolio of creative work across roles in media, journalism, to being a creative director at the top podcast network in India. Today, as I sit with May at her office in Pali Village, Mumbai, I'm excited to learn from her journey and get a picture of the hustle as I venture into podcasting myself. So how are you, May? I'm good. I'm glad you said it was hustle because it really is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'd like to find out about that because what I saw on your own uh, uh, Made in India podcast that you mm-hmm. guys do such amazing videos and all in addition to this audio. Thank you. Yeah, like, and it is a lot of work, right? It's a lot. I mean, especially when I started with Made in India, mainly it was about the podcast. But to be honest, video is such an important part of it because when you're watching musicians perform, it's such an easy thing to be mesmerized by. And so uh, I'm so lucky that I work with good people, which is why the videos look amazing. If you can believe all the videos, fancy videos that you see is literally one guy with a camera. That's all. And it's that good. And like, yeah, that's what I mean by just working with good people makes a huge difference. Also a very good camera, I think. Yeah, but yeah. I think the cameraman also. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, a, right. Um, a way in which, like, if you have a whole band set up, that's a, that's a lot of work to do. Yeah, but, but I feel like a lot of podcasts, they're missing the opportunity with video because mm-hmm. you, you just can't distribute on YouTube and, like, all these other platforms, which is possible if you just hit record while you're doing the same thing anyway, mm-hmm. right? That's w- true. What do you think? So my thing is that I think with... Uh, audio podcast there's so many avenues in which you can listen to it and it more and more now um, whether it's apple or google or stitch or spotify and it's crazy because the recent uh, google podcasts um, you now can search for a podcast and listen to it via the search result which is like tech wise it's a really big leap and forward at least for podcasting yeah i think that putting up a video (laughs) 
I think that putting up a video of like a podcast, it depends. Like I do it with my music show because I mean, you know, a gal on drums and a, girl, a guy on guitar, like they're always going to look so cool. So visually it's really appealing because you're watching music being performed. But I would always, you know, putting a whole one hour show up, I don't know how like visually appealing it is. I think because people are doing so many snazzy things on video right now. I feel like yeah. just like two people on a mic, not right. nothing against, you know, fans. No, no, but that, it's that not fine, like yeah. the, I don't know. I, like I said, you're watching something. Like I know someone like Joe Rogan does it, but um, they're just yeah, snippets that, uh, of the show. We're on the same uh, uh, category that Joe Rogan and me. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Yeah. So um, I think, but you're, we're just putting out snippets of it, right? It's not like a whole chunk of like Joe Rogan's three hour show, yeah. which it is. Yeah. He's just putting small chunks of it. They might be four minutes, might be 10 minutes. So I'm okay if you're putting video content up like that. A lot of people just put up like a photo and just the audio. Right, right, right. I think most people are just trying to find a way to put their podcast out on as many platforms as possible and make it as accessible as possible. See, why I ask is because I completely understand that people wouldn't want to do it because within podcasting, there's already the reservation of how how you look and all this gone. What are you wearing and all that. And it it is great to have that... uh, feeling uh, while you record and video if you add video to it there's so much additional work like I, I've noticed that just syncing the audio and the video is now I know it's a button in mm. Adobe Premiere but it, it is work but what I thought is that like in terms of distribution right and mm-hmm. discoverability like that is a challenge I think uh, for yeah. to find a particular podcast on a topic and things like that, it's going to be difficult whereas on YouTube and things like that there, there, there's an audience who's like just watching and who's mm-hmm. not listening to podcasts so Oh, there, I thought there was an opportunity That's actually a really interesting point because I think there's a lot that's changing within apps that um, their algorithms, their recommendations, like they're not as, how do I say this? It's not as good as like algorithm, like Spotify's algorithm for their music discovery, yeah. right? I think podcast discovery algorithms are people are working on it but it isn't at like a level that you would see right now i think one of the things that you're able to now search for are specific episodes that you're going to be so in a podcast recommendation if you're listening to say a a made in india episode um with like i did an interview with apache indian and then maybe he did an interview with someone else on some other podcast like maybe bobby friction's podcast or something and i think that if you see one episode, like now, instead of going giving you show recommendations, they'll start giving you episodic recommendations, which okay, I think yeah. is really cool. Yeah, right. So right. I think that technology like, needs to get there. The algorithms need to get there. But I agree with you. I think it's going to be really fascinating when you see how uh, podcasts and the the apps and the way they're constructed to actually yeah. recommend stuff for you. Yeah. Things like, you know, how you have like curated playlists, you know, of music. I think the same thing might be happening with yeah. podcasts. On with addition of too. these like uh, Alexa and all these uh, mm. the game changes altogether with so much focus and money on audio. Okay, all right. Now, let's talk about you. Like, that's mm-hmm. what you're here for. So, I want to find out, like, you you are one of the earliest podcasters in India. Do you know which number you are? You started in Jan, like, 2015, oh, if I'm not wrong, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So, I um I know that, like, as a music podcast, I'm always somewhere in the top 10, but it's not No, I mean, just... what I mean is, like, number as in the second podcast, like, the 15th podcast oh, from India. I think I'm, like, the first, I mean, indie music podcast, for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I don't know anything before this, and I don't think there's anyone doing what 
I do as an independent music show in India because I am actually what was the most important thing was I felt like FM radio I'm not talking about digital radio okay I felt like independent artists didn't have a chance to actually put their music out there unless you were sort of relegated to some midnight hour on a Thursday night or something and artists don't really have a chance to do studio sessions uh, like cuz our the a lot of the radio station studios aren't all completely built to be able to have like a, two guitarists and a vocalist or a drummer and so a lot of the radio studios are so limited uh i wanted to be able to change that around and use podcasting as a way to do live sessions with artists so with yeah. music specifically i because I'm a real stickler for audio, I wanted to make sure that all the music that's there on my show because it's I'm getting these artists to come in and perform, it was really important to me that the music was mixed and mastered and put together really really well. So they're like album quality music. I'm also working with a studio yeah, on every episode, music. right? Yeah, on every episode. I'm literally crazy. releasing Crazy. As I listened, I was like, wow, what is going on here? Pakshi, I listened to this episode Isn't called Pakshi. Awesome? Wow. The music was amazing. Yeah. So And all that music, I mean, it sounds very different when you're recording it. So those are uh balanced, they're mixed, they're mastered by specific engineers that I work with. So it was really important that those that I I treated that music like, you know, like very preciously. And I've been lucky because I have great relationships with so many musicians that I they perform some of their unreleased music on the show. Okay. And I think at least like seventy to eighty percent of the music on the show hasn't been played anywhere else before. So I'm super lucky. So a lot of the music that you're listening to might not even be out yet, and that for me is like makes me feel like I'm. not just a purveyor but i'm also protecting the music that's there on Amazing. the show so that's quite noble but uh, but mm-hmm. as i understand uh, you also like went all in right on podcasting back then when you started were well, you well when i started out i just left radio it was about a month into me having left radio and completely left i was still freelancing with radio 1 at the time and that's during in Mumbai, that time right? yeah radio 94.3 okay. and so i used to do their afternoon request show and before that I was their weekend jock and so when I quit I was still part-time with them here and there like I covered for jocks that were on leave and then um Amit Doshi approached me and said let's like him and at that time uh Cyrus? yeah no not Cyrus so actually Amit told me the story this is so strange of how I ended up uh, they ended up talking to me what happened was um Cyrus needed like a co-host like someone so, Amit, like Amit by the way is the founder of like IBM uh, podcast. podcast which yeah. was like a 100 podcast yeah. and all serious business yeah tell me so he had told me that uh Cyrus wanted like a not a co-host but just someone he could bounce cuz it's his show but he wants someone he can bounce off ideas with okay and so what happened was I met Cyrus when I was at Radio 1 like there's a glass screen be- between studios And I saw him and I was a huge fan of his in the 90s. I had a massive crush on him. I thought he was amazing. Okay. One of the funniest people. Yeah. And then I met him and then he came and he sat with me in the studio. He's like, "Hey, can I sit down?" And I was like, "Hey, do you mind talking on air?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure." And we chatted and I embarrassed him and it was amazing. <laughs> and then when they were trying to figure out who should be this kind of co-host, 
it was originally uh, Chavi Sachdev and Amit. They approached me because Cyrus recommended me. Okay. Saying, hey, there's this girl who's on radio. Like, her name is me. You should totally get her on. And I was like, wow, that's insane that Cyrus recommended me. And then that's how they approached me. And they asked me if I wanted to make a show. Because they knew that I was also Just like an ex-RJ. Just like, touch on that. Like, you, you and Cyrus, I've listened to a few episodes. You guys have some serious chemistry going on in the show. Cyrus is so funny. He's and also, funniest. he's the toughest man to keep up with. Like, he really keeps you on your toes. You're like, I am like never going to win. Word, uh, uh, Just uh, talking. Okay, like, yeah. he, you will you barely get a word in edgewise. And then he's also such an intelligent person yeah just the the links yeah. in his brain are so strong i mean it is so, so casually he uh, pulls off these remarks which are actually yeah, quite he deep start... he might talk about history he might talk about uh, yeah, society or, or what Arya Bhatta and like all kinds of <laughs> but stuff, then in like, the most like uh, ridiculously funny ways yeah. yeah absolutely and so for me that is so challenging because then you i always look like I always feel so dumb like when I'm in the show because he's just like this fountain of knowledge and he's not only informative but he's also being super entertaining and some of his jokes are <laughs> like it takes you a little while you're like oh wait that was an amazing joke and yeah. that's why the connections in his brain are awesome by the way like if you guys want to check it out uh, search for me Thomas on uh on Google Podcasts or any podcast and you'll find these episodes with Cyrus yeah, on Cyrus you says you, you'll check it out check so it out yeah. then I, I had two ideas actually I wanted to do because I used to do when I was working at a community radio station in, in the UK uh, besides being their news editor I was also I did like a film show with uh, a, um, someone who worked at the station and so I thought of I, I either do it like an indie music show or a film show but I was more curious about doing an indie music show because uh, I had more contacts and then yeah that's how I started doing Made in India and okay so actually you got into podcasting through like IVM and uh, through mm-hmm. Amit and all that and mm-hmm. then it was for something else for a different role and then you came about uh, yeah, owning so your own Chavi podcast yeah so said would you like to do a show and that's when I met Amit and even the name Made in India has a really interesting story so I used to do a request show on the radio okay and I remember whenever someone started this hashtag so if I played someone's request on the radio they create this hashtag called hashtag made my day okay and I told them about that and that's why it's called made in India because one wonderful person <laughs> on the, in the Twitter verse said uh, hashtag made that my is day. a nice so name actually and I was like what that's crazy it was so cool yeah and so that's how made in India the name came about and then that's when I started bringing artists into the studio. I started, I, I was doing it for about nine, eight to nine months before Amit hired me as the creative director. And then okay. that's how I was with them for about two years and I actually left two years ago. Okay, okay. Okay, let's take a quick break, but do stay because after the break, you're going to hear specifics about the different opportunities in the podcasting industry. And of course, wisdom from me on how to get started with podcasting. So... 10 months without a job uh what have i been up to i mean i'm married i'm 31 years old what do i tell people and what's with salman needs a job am i flaunting my unemployment because that's a little weird and now i'm talking to myself okay i gotta stop guys if you are curious about any of this go follow my journey on the hashtag salman needs a job on instagram or linkedin and by the way feel free to use that hashtag on your own work related posts Okay, now, about what I've been up to all these months, well, I've been creating a lot of content. And my 600 followers on Instagram, who are all my friends, by the way, seem to be totally digging it. So I'm going to play a little clip to you guys from a video I made at an event called Christmas Bazaar in Bangalore. 
It's a 17 minutes video. Totally chill. Watch it only after you listen to this podcast. Here it is. Oh, how about this? Same. Everything? So cool. Man, what does it 100? It's my birthday. Who wants to gift me? Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. It's my birthday today. So now you have to give me this. I want that. Okay. Twelve day also cancel that Amazon voucher. Get me this. Okay. Was that interesting? Watch that video. Link is in the show notes, or just look up my name, Salman Musher, on YouTube. Let's get you back to the interview. And how how was that your early days in uh, podcasting? Like, and yes. what was your role apart from hosting? Would you also do other stuff? Yeah, so I became the creative director of IBM. So the idea was that I was supposed to build their portfolio shows under various verticals, which could mean public policy or comedy or. Back then, there were how many? Um. Oh my God! When we started, when Amit started out, it was just Cyrus and me. Okay. We were the only shows, and I think there was one. It called was quite Tales, long back as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was another one called Tall Tales, but that I think it just had a very short stint. Okay. And then yeah, and then you know the Geek Food guys came on. We had like the Daily Pow, and so there were so many other shows. Amit Varma's The Seen the Unseen, and so we all worked on that, and it okay. was exciting because you know my job was also not just to make sure that we built our portfolio shows it I, my job was also to make sure that the format of the show or the sound designer the way the show was created um was kind would, would make sense as a show yeah. so yeah so i worked with format i worked with ideas so it was really fun like I, we i really enjoyed uh to some extent uh, what we were building um, in this sort of podcast. It sounds like a yeah. fun project. No, but I want to understand, like, what, what were your skills back then, like, to be creating all of these? Like, was it in audio engineering or what is that? You, so I know that actually, yeah. I don't come from an audio engineering background at all. Unlike someone like my brother, who used to do, like, sound design for films. And uh, he actually joined the company, too, because we okay. needed to be able to have someone who had that kind of knowledge as well to be able to work on shows. I come from a radio background. Okay. I have worked in radio since I was like 18 or something. And whether it was my college radio, whether I was working for that community radio station in the UK, wherever I was, I had this like real affinity for radio. And okay. so I've edited like audio. So I know what, you know, what that process so is probably, like and uh, like putting across your personality on audio that could be your skill that kind of got... I mean it was more about I mean you can have ideas in your head I think sometimes when you visualize things some people visualize them literally as video some people visualize it as an audio thing some people can see a painting being painted in front of them when they're trying to think about it. so for me I always think in that sort of audio scape okay. and I I'm not an audio engineer, so I wouldn't know like super technical I mean, stuff. It, I just know how sh things should sound. Okay. You should see some of the feedback I send my editors or engineers. I'll be like, can you bring the vocals forward and push the guitars back and bring the levels up here? But it's just that 
they understand how I speak and they get where I'm coming from. And if they have any doubts, they will give me samples of like, okay, we're doing it this way. So I, I have some knowledge okay. of uh, audio. I may not be an engineer though. I'm no, not studied No, I, I think that was not needed. Mm -hmm. But you know, I can open... Which is why I work with people who are I can open uh, GarageBand and I call myself an audio engineer now. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Well, all right. So now, uh, like... At, at a time like that, it seems like uh, each pro project had, mm -hmm. each podcast had a, quite a few people working on it. Is that right? Um, and I want to ask you, like, is, is that needed also? Well, yeah. I mean, especially if you're running a company. So if uh, what would happen is that you would have uh, obviously the host who mainly is kind of in charge of content. You would have a producer who's working with that host who either does research, who does a lot of coordination with the guest or the studio. So or the producer is the one who is like putting things setting things up together kind of yeah okay. i mean they will also help the host with content if need be okay they help with the editing process the production process basically okay. they're kind of like um like how you would have in in tv like i guess like a line producer um yeah and okay. so what would happen is they're in charge of the show then you would have your audio engineer who's recording it you'd have your uh your editor who's doing all the post work on it and then um, you'd have maybe a technical person who will help uh, upload the files onto and onto your RSS feed. Basically. Yeah, I, I totally understand that it's a lot mm -hmm. of work, but I just wanted, wanted to see like what are the roles in the podcasting industry? Mm -hmm. Now, supposing people don't want to start a podcast, but there seems to be another opportunity called a producer who could like, who mm -hmm. is but a But it's very different yeah. from like the TV and film producers. Okay. Those are the guys with that are obviously seeking out money and financial investment. So a producer in a podcast space is very different they're basically even in the radio industry is very similar so it's basically the person who assists you on the show okay. and they handle all the editing all the uh, production stuff they do all the coordination that kind of thing so that's their job and it's the same in radio as it is in podcasting so you have a okay. producer who'll be working with you who assists you so that's basically. a pre-existing career option yeah, very okay. much. And okay. um, obviously, as editors or recording engineers, that's another one. And tech side of things, I don't know. Like, I, I actually know very few tech people who actually work in this in this space. Uh -huh. But they basically handle all the, the RSS feed uploads. They make sure all the files are proper. They coordinate with the producers to make sure everything comes to them on time. Um, I guess that's just a, on a very basic level depending yeah. on the kind of show that you're doing then that will change so if you're doing something that's fiction based you might need a scriptwriter. Huh. if you're doing something where you're making music you might actually need someone who creates music like a, a composer or yeah. something if you are working on say doing like a documentary style kind of show then you might need a researcher so Depending on what kind of show that you're making, you think about it as you would like a, a like a film or a TV show or a TV documentary. There's like an entire uh, team that's in charge of that okay. particular production. So in that same way, um, in that same way, you would have, uh, like I said, your researcher, your sound design guy, your recordist. Like so, all these people are part of 
what you are building for that production okay cool so, so now uh, i'm like you've been podcasting for so long right i'm mm-hmm. sure people come to you with questions about podcast yeah, so many questions yeah and like, i probably be able to answer all of them uh, no no i mean what is the I'll most <laughs> what is the most common advice you find uh, you like you keep giving people uh, on oh podcast oh my god so one of the, so i i ended up doing a lot of like press interviews this year and one question that always comes up is what are the things that i should think about when i start when i start my podcast so in terms of yeah so if you decide to start your podcast what was your advice to people so my usual advice to anyone who's starting a podcast is super simple number 1 make sure that you like talk to people about your idea like see you know if it's if you think that it's a good idea. Some okay. people might be able to contribute to that and tell you that hey, that might work, this might not work. So, test out what your idea is. So, just is. with the idea itself yeah, play around before you're doing. Yeah, just talk to me. I have this idea doing the show. What do you think? Obviously, people are close to you huh. um who will give you the best judgment. <laughs> and yeah. so, I think just if you can describe your idea in like one line, that would be amazing. Like I recently discovered a podcast that I'm listening to called Masala Jones. Okay. And it is about this so funny. It's basically about this Asian American guy who I think is like a either a chartered accountant or a techie and he wants to become a porn star. Oh, so wow. the whole podcast <laughs> is about that. that. It's a fiction show. Okay, <laughs> of course. Okay. So the it's like and in one line I'm telling you that and you're like that sounds amazing. How <laughs> yeah. how am I not listening to this? How, how many episodes is it? I can't remember. I think there must be about like 8 episodes. Okay, yeah. Cool, cool. yeah. I can tell you that one idea and then you are already hooked. So find figure out what that idea is that you feel is unique. Either unique to you or unique like in this, you know, in this country. Um another thing that is super important is um doing a pilot for your show. Okay. Now you don't have to be super snazzy audio like that's not the issue. If you have most I think one of the best audio recording on your phone which is Apple but you can use any of them any I think Android phone is fine too. So if you have a show that you want to record just record it. Like okay. go I my thing is just go and do it. Okay. You won't actually understand the the level of either effort it's going to take for you you won't understand what you will need what your you know your trouble or your problems are and how to troubleshoot them none of those things are going to make any sense to you till you actually do the recording and hear it back one of the things is you might think that you by the sound amazing or you might think that i'll be able to do this and it'll be awesome and then when you hear yourself back you go this sounds like i, I know what you're talking rubbish. about rubbish i always tell people editing is your best friend. Okay. Don't assume that when you're making a show that you just ramble on and on. Edit it down. Like if you think that like be Hello Dak Shepard, please uh, listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, you have I, you know, it doesn't even matter like someone like Joe Rogan who's like the biggest podcast in the world. It's 3 2 and 1/2 3 hours. I mean it depends. I a lot of people love the guy. I really true. like his podcast. No, I used to listen to it. Joe is awesome, but a lot of these popular super long podcasts are like, oh my god. But people listen to true, them. True. How, you're I not agree. a popular podcast for no reason at all. Yeah. So my thing is that I always say this editing is your best friend. I'm not saying that you need to do only short format audio, but I'm just saying that if you can cut out all the, you know, ancillary bits that you just feel like this just this, this doesn't need to be there this is the real core of where the show yeah. is 
and come up with fun stuff like yeah. take advantage of like the medium in whatever way that you can my i always feel like unless you test try what you're doing you will never be able to figure out either how much time it'll take you what resources you'll need as well as just how much money it might cost you to do it. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. I just want to pitch in on that. Uh, so what I did, like there's an app uh, called Anchor. If you're looking into podcasting, you're going to discover it first. So Anchor mm-hmm. allows you this audio recording platform right in the phone which yeah. with some basic editing through the web as well. But what I did is just recorded an interview with my friend and as you said, heard it back mm-hmm. and that itself kind of uh, put me a few steps ahead in terms of what to expect in the journey, right? For sure. Yeah. So when you test it out, then you realize that, oh, maybe I should do this or maybe I should even something as basic as I think one of the uh, one of the things that I've had and um, you're a pretty decent interviewer. I've had people interview me who on podcasts who have no idea how to have a conversation. Okay. And it's, you know, like it, it is one of those things where you don't feel like it flows well you kind of feel a little bit awkward and I'm a natural, like I talk for a living. It's like that. But I think that you'll be able to hear how you are and genuinely be able to understand maybe what you need to change, what you need to do. And not everyone has to host the show. I think it also is that there's so much more stuff that's happening in the background that you don't even realize. Yeah. I also find podcasting amazing because you feel like you have a voice and i think that's what's sort of fascinating about it that it's you your story other people's stories that's what's exciting awesome so yeah let's talk about that a little bit uh, about the personality or like about a podcaster Should, the, can anybody become a podcaster and like I think, or what skills do you need yeah, at the very least i think this is a really tough one because a lot of people would say to me that oh i don't have a voice for like radio and i agree with you most radio jocks you need to have a voice because you're talking for a very limited period of time but with podcasting the quality of your voice doesn't matter so much it what matters is your content so what you're saying how you're saying it how you're designing the show all of that makes a huge difference so it's a real concentration on what is being said like an rj can talk absolute air like just for two minutes and then a song will play But then when you're doing a podcast, one of the things you realize is that it's truly the content that is king on a podcast. So it is genuinely about what you have to say. That's why, like, I mean, I've been, you know, I, whatever interview that I do, wherever that I'm going, one of the things that I'm unafraid of doing is that I have a script. I have my questions written down. I'm extremely well prepared. A lot of people don't need that. A lot of my, my friends who are, radio presenters and hosts don't need that it's all up there in their head and their memory but for me i have a terrible memory and i know what my you know shortfalls are so then i will do my best to make sure that i'm able to do the best possible show so i'll make sure that at least all my all the things that i need to make me feel secure there as well so yeah now i want to ask you about the research right like Mm -hmm. uh you just uh, uh said what i had in mind some people don't do much of it, don't have their questions prepared and some people script it mm. out. So like for you, like what, what, how much, how much time do you spend on each uh, oh interview uh, prior to, prior to the actual yeah. uh, recording? So I, I mean, now I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that I have like uh, a, a producers that I work with were very good researchers so that the most important thing for me is as finding those little nuggets of like unknown things that are there. And all I do is just, google a lot of it a lot of people say things in interviews that i don't realize 
if I know the person uh, very well or I know his, his or her friends, then I'll call them and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm doing this interview, you know, can you tell me a little bit about a weird story from when they were kids? And so I've done that before when I've called people for stories because sometimes not everything is on the internet. I think doing your research and really knowing a person allows them to feel like you've invested in them, that huh. you know who they are and they are more open to telling so you So it things. makes the guests feel more comfortable. Yeah, it also freaks them out because they're like, uh-huh. oh my God, you knew that my... Like recently I did an interview with this artist called Ditty and I said that, hey, I heard that your mom's a botanist and she's like, how do you know my mom's a botanist? <sighs> And so, yeah, it's things like that. It's just about knowing who, you know. Same thing. I heard that in Pakshi, you knew something about the brother of a guy. I'm like, how yeah. do you know that? <laughs> exactly. It's great. You probably but, you do way too much research then. Yeah, I know too much. And it's yeah. happened to me before. I think one of the ones that I'm super proud of was I remember with Apache Indian, which I mentioned before, it was like, oh, my 90s childhood coming alive. And when I interviewed him, one of the things that was super fun was that I found out his connection to reggae and jamaica which was that he had a jamaican nanny as a kid and he grew up speaking patua and so he understood it and understood the music which is where his connection like why would this punjabi guy do reggae music okay. that was his connection in birmingham there's this like this melting pot of cultures and like and and and, and different countries and okay. different people different nationalities coming together and so for him, that's how that was his connection to reggae music. Then I found out that there's going to be a biopic about him. And he's oh, wow. Like, this is after the interview? Been, this is after the, you interviewed No, during oh, the okay. interview. I told him I heard there's a biopic being written about you. And Oh, he didn't know that? No. I'm so if sorry. Fin- if you let me finish my sentence, right. I promise you I'll tell you the story. Okay. So basically during the interview, I found out that through my research that there was um, a biopic being written about him. So it's like, hey, I heard there's a biopic about you. And he's like, how do you know? It's not been written yet. So they're commissioning it. Obviously, okay. they'll, they'll contact you when they want to write that one okay. to do something about your life. And then I asked him, like, who would you cast as like, who'd play the young Apache Indian? And like, it was kind of fun. Yeah. So the fact that I knew that and not many people did, it was it was super fun. It's awesome because I... I guess not everybody has access to WikiLeaks like you. Yeah. <laughs> You're just kidding. It's like epic WikiLeaks. <laughs> now tell me like about uh, your other podcasts. You have a few other shows as mm-hmm. well and uh, you're consulting on podcasting as well, right? Yeah. So one of the things that I am doing right now is that I obviously have my show made in India. Last year, I worked with Pooja Dingra, who's an old friend from my radio days. She just popped me a message on WhatsApp saying, I want to make a podcast. Let's do this. And it was amazing. And so we made No Sugar Coat okay. together, which was her vision of her her dream of being an Oprah. And I love it. And she wanted to be able to talk to people about their entrepreneurial journey, their struggles. Her whole idea was that she came from this space where everyone said her life was a cakewalk, that everything was a piece of cake. Okay being a pastry chef. So she wanted to sort of bust that, which was what No Sugar Coat was about. She was also on a no sugar diet exactly at that okay. time. And it, I think for her, it was really nice to open those kitchen doors and make people really see what goes on and how people struggle 
within the food and hospitality industry. So there was her, and then thanks to her, there's a gynecologist called Dr. Munja Kapadia, and he wanted, he came to me, he's like, I want to make a podcast, how do I do this? And the that's where we decided to make a women's health show called okay. She Says She's Fine. And the show actually I, I just sent it to my wife yesterday. I, I, I listened to you? that a little bit, the AMA, and I love, I, I know that it's it? going to be very right. valuable, so I just... Everything. And yeah. we had some great guests. So, but she says she's fine. The idea actually came out of the fact that Dr. Munjal would do these AMAs on like Twitter and Instagram. And what had happened was it kind of was inspired by the fact that he would do these AMAs on Twitter and Instagram. And he would get like some 700, 800 questions from like women all across, not just India, but the world. Okay. Asking about their, you know, their health and the gynecological health. And so that was the moment that I realized, like, how is there nothing in the mainstream about this? And that's how when even when I was figuring out the format of the show, initially, he wanted to interview his patients and which was great because they wanted to be open about their, their journeys. And I felt like that was too intimidating, especially if we got other women on the show. So huh. then that's when we created, I decided to have two women on the show. So they would both, there's a little bit of camaraderie between those two women. And then it's hosted and guided by a gynecologist who's the medical professional. In the okay. Case. So you can ask him questions. He'll explain stuff. And I wanted to be able to cover Yeah, he's very good also, like, yeah. in as a podcaster, yeah. So she, uh, sorry, uh, so Dr. Munjal, we wanted to be able to cover everything, which included sex and contraception and motherhood and miscarriages. And I, honestly, it's amazing because one of the things we discovered on the show, because one of our, the, our most popular episode, shockingly enough, is miscarriages. Huh. And it's not only because that episode was amazing, because both uh, Pooja and Riddhi, who were on the episode, were so open about something that is such, such a traumatic situation. But miscarriage is also something that no one talks about. Hmm. Not even like between a husband and wife, like talk about what's going on. Okay, And so... I was amazed that that episode did so well, but it's also because that conversation was so powerful. And so she says she's finally released in February. I'm also oh, when, when you just said that name, it was like it was in a flow, like it was part of the sen- sentence. Yeah. She said she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm working with other OTT platforms. I'm working with OTT is uh, over the top. So okay, basically cool. streaming platforms, audio okay. streaming platforms. So I'm working with them to make content. I'm working with agencies and uh, production companies who want to start okay. moving into podcasting. podcasting. Two questions. Uh, yeah. Um, very limited time we have left. Mm. So like, uh, uh, is there an interest in podcasting in, in media, in the, in the media, mainstream mm-hmm. media? And second, uh, or can podcasting be a full-time uh, career? I think it can. I think right now, I mean, one of the most important things right now is there are very few players. But I think that if more people get into this, so I this happened last year. I got asked by a friend's mother who told me that she was basically running a bunch of media courses. Okay. Uh, as, uh, and so she wanted me to be a part of that and include podcasting as a course. And I asked her, really, you want me to teach podcasting as like a, a as a, either a vocational or a university course? And she was like, yeah. And she was like, a lot of her students were coming back and telling her 
that, hey, you know what? Um, these This agency I'm working for, this brand I'm working for, everyone's asking me about what is a podcast. Go find out what podcast is and let's wow. make it. And which was exciting for me. And then even is more... Is this in Mumbai or something? Yeah, it's in Bombay. I oh. mean, most of my work here is in Bombay. Okay. And then there was another... Um, uh, a friend of mine who asked me to come to an agency because he was like, hey, you know, we're getting a lot of brands, a lot of media planners, and all of them are asking us, what is podcasting? What can we do and how do we do it? And so again, I give a talk at an agency to be able to explain to them what podcasting was and how they can use the medium. So I think there's a huge amount of curiosity on, around the medium and people are exploring it. People okay. are dipping their toes. As a career option, why not? I don't see anything limiting you. I think a lot of the people um, who are coming into this don't come from an audio background or don't come from a... A lot of people who I think would be really great for this would be like journalists. Like coming from huh. a journalistic background or research background makes a huge difference. Um, I know now that even some of the editors that I work with are... You know, literally like Netflix quality people because wow. I want to be able to work with great sound okay. designers. So I think that you might have like there's all a lot of talent. Of... As a final question, I just want to ask you. Like, uh, see, I'm completely new. I've not even launched the podcast. Basically, mm-hmm. just doing around some inter- interviews right now. Do you have any feedback for me, like from the experience you've had with me, from like outreach to the interview and all mm-hmm. that? Oh, so I have to say that you are incredibly organized, which is a huge plus point. Also, I like I like there to be like a little quirk, which is okay. what makes me sort of attracted to something. So if I tell someone a story, then they're like, oh, that's funny. So okay. the name, when I asked you what's the name of your show and you're like, Salman needs a job. And I'm like, awesome. that's funny, man. <laughs> I like it. Cool, cool. So just, it's nice just to be playful. I think I enjoy that. And I think with exactly how you... You gave me like a little brief. You gave me a little outline of what you were going to talk about. You are clearly know what you're doing because you have got excellent equipment right in front of me, right? And I'm so impressed. Awesome. And uh, that's a full thumbs like, up. Appro- approved on, on my approved gear. Approved on the gear. Because, yeah, I have a Zoom. I don't have an H5. I have um, an H1 or H2. Okay. I can't remember which one is, but it's a tinier one. Okay. I mean, as a radio person, you just have a recorder automatically all the time. Huh. But, yeah, this is a really nice one. So I think in general, you are extremely professional and very respectful. Also awesome. of like me and my time. And and I, yeah. And then even when you came here and set up, I was like, mm, this okay. guy that is knows so stuff. Thank you so much. That yeah. makes me feel so good. Now tell me like, where can people find out about oh. you and what should people expect of your content? Oh my God. So I got more shows coming out um, towards the end of this year and hopefully next year. I am... It's super simple. I would like for anyone to get in touch with me. Uh, please do. Uh, my handle on Twitter is at maybe maybe. That's M A E B E M A E B E, and on Instagram it's May Mariam M A E M A R I Y A M. Of course, Made in India, which is M A E D, at M A E D in India, and that is across everything. That's like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, okay, everywhere. Awesome. We have a YouTube page as well. So, and same yeah. on the podcast as well, Made in India. Yeah. Awesome. We're on like all podcast apps. You go anywhere and you'll be able to find us. Fantastic. So lovely mm. speaking to you. I really, really appreciate your time. Yeah. 
Okay, that's it for this episode. Make sure to check all the details on the show notes. I'll link to May's socials and her podcast so you can follow her. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to it and share it with your friends. There's a lot more coming and I hope you enjoy it. Remember the hashtag Salman needs a job. <laughs>